everybody, welcome to Read This, Read That. Get off your phone. I'm not on Get my phone. Get off your phone. I'm not on my phone. I'm Jackie Reed. I'm Joanne Reed. How are you? Oh, girl, I'm Braid tired. delicious. Yeah. The braids are wonderful. I love these braids. I, you know, I have to be I honest. I love them. It, they're heavy, though. They some You're supposed to pat your hair, not scratch. I know, it. I know. So pat, <laughs> pat, pat, pat. Uh, yeah, no, I love the braids because they're a lot of fun, and it gives you so many more like what are you options. Doing? I'm trying to get the. I have a um a, a paper a clip, not a paper clip, a bobby pin, a bobby pin. It was sticking me in my, my scalp. Oh, okay, <laughs> that's what's going on. It's cute. So it was hurting. So Ooh, I got two. Ooh, Ooh. it's like an Easter egg hunt. It's like an Easter egg hunt. Okay, that's much better. <laughs> so wait, let me ask you this: with yes. the braids, because everybody's talking about them. Everybody's loving them. Thank you. Is this so you can put it up in a bun, or because you have it down today? I, uh, but I only have it down today because I'm so so. I'm heading tonight to Reverend Sharpton's 65th birthday party. Wow. So I'm in the midst of getting my hair and makeup done, but I was late to get to hair and makeup, so I. Hadn't started the hair part of it. So I took it down so that they could do my full makeup. Because you know what I mean? They need your full moon. Yeah, yeah, The whole yeah, face. Yeah. So once I'm done, then I'll do the hair. So it's just down right now. Who's going to do your hair? Is there somebody here in the building that can do your hair? So not at the moment. Uh, all, my stylist isn't here. And my other person that styles my hair is not here at the moment. So I am going to attempt to put my bun up myself. Oh, shit. So I have all the bobby pins here. I have all the I have all Wait the supplies. Wait a minute. <laughs> you do not know how to do hair. I am not a hair person. How in the hell? You're not going to, what? I'm going to, listen, I can, okay, I'm not a hair person. That I admit that. And Nina, our, our producer, is now literally laughing at me. But she's laughing internally. She's trying to be quiet she, about it. You are but not I a hair person. But I see the laughter. I see it out of the side of my eye. Okay, I see it. I feel I'm it. laughing in your face. You're laughing, literally looking at me. Because I know you. Person. You're not a hair person. Why is this the plan? Why must this be a life coach session every podcast? <laughs> because I need life coaching, damn it. First, I'm trying to teach you to say no to when people call you to do things. Meanwhile, your week is full of things. Full of things. And Maybe. then now you're going to something and you have no plan for your hair. I have no plan for my hair, but we're going to make it work. And I'm telling you why. Who is we? Them white girls in the hair makeup room? <laughs> huh? Who is we? Can I just say in the editorial <laughs> comment that, you know, Jackie and I have been, and, and everybody who's in of color, who's worked, particularly black people who have yeah. worked in Tamron in, Hall included. Tamron Hall, all of us who have worked in television all understand that one of the biggest challenges in TV is the, the lack of diversity in general in terms of not just the, the racial diversity of the people who do hair and makeup, but the capability to do people yes. who are of color. Because, yes. listen, I just uh, taped The Real, which was super exciting, by you the gotta way. You got to talk about that. I had a wonderful time. And the lady who did my my makeup was white. Yeah. A white, sort of middle-aged, wonderful woman. And when I tell you this lady beat that face, yes. when I tell you this white lady... Baby. Go on, white lady. Oh, I didn't want to take the makeup off. I almost went to sleep in it. I almost said, you know what? I'd probably wake up tomorrow and look just like this. A little powder and A go. little powder. I just keep it moving. I was like, you know, I got to wash my face. I, it, was like, it, was, it was like one in the morning when I finally said, fine. Fine. Oh. I was sitting at back in the hotel room just looking at myself every so often taking selfies. Don't you do that when you get a great oh. hair and makeup job? You just look at yourself all the time like... Wow. And you keep like, I didn't you know, like, I was this you know, pretty. I feel like I have to pee again. Yeah, I have to pee again because you just want to look yourself in the bathroom lighting. 
<laughs> yes. Because the lighting is always so good. Yes. And you just look, you know, oh my take God. one more selfie to I be thought a I was like the only one who did that when I, I got mean, like a slamming makeup job. I can't stop looking at myself. I cannot. Right. And so, you know, so it's not that the person has to necessarily be diverse, but they have to know how to do diverse people. Right. Which a lot of makeup artists do not know how no. to do. A lot of makeup artists who go to cosmetology school or whatever, when they, they are taught in most of those schools how to do Caucasian like hair. Like white mannequins is what they're using. So they yes. have white. And it's not just makeup, it's also hair. Because nowadays, hair and, makeup, yeah. and especially now in New York, and we both went to Curl Fest and yes. learned at Curl Fest. And now there's a law in New York. And that, in California. And in California that they, people can't discriminate against people's natural hair. Right. One of the challenges, if your hair is natural, and that's not just people who have braids, but people who, have, who wear their hair in a natural afro. Locks. Locks. Yep. That you walk into a hair and makeup room, and not everyone in there even knows what to do with you. Yeah, you have to ask. There are some days when my hairstylist or makeup artist are out, and particularly, particularly with the hair, I will say to that person, do you know how to do black short hair? Right, because that's I the don't thing. play. And when your hair is short, and I, you know, we both wore our hair. I wore my hair short for a long time. My hair was, you know, I used to let people do my own natural oh my hair, which God. was crazy. You, they and, used to burn my cousin's and hair And Jackie out. went through it with me. We were in, you want to talk about life coaching. Oh. I have been through person after person that Jackie tried to help me rescue my hair that was falling out of my head. Yeah. Because people don't realize when your hair is short, it shows even more when you damage it. Yeah. It shows. And if they don't know what they're doing and they're just putting heat on your hair like every time. And if you're on TV every day, your hair is styled every day and therefore yes. heat is applied to your hair every day. So for me, I A, make them temper down the iron, yes. turn it down to the lowest, then take a wet paper towel or towel, wet towel, and cool it off. And cool it off. And then I also don't put heat in my hair every day because they will just out of habit. They just yes. curl your whole head. I have a little piece, little yep. bang that I clip in. Yeah. I say curl the bang. Yeah. Clip it in, and I say wrap my hair around it. And Angie, who does my hair, she's so sweet. She'll say, "Well, can I curl this piece right here?" I'm like, "Nope, nope. Make it work. Don't touch it. Figure it out. Your hair don't will fall out. Yes. Black hair is very fragile, and so that's why I started wearing weaves and wigs. Yeah, I started it's off easier. with weaves because I was like, you know what? Then if they put too much heat on the on the weave hair, mm -hmm. at least it's not my hair. But then even that was too much trouble to get those done. I was like, you know, let me get a cute bunch of little wigs. I have a bunch of cute little wigs, mm. and I would just pop my. And my hair is now growing. My hair is like a beautiful length that I love, uh -huh. and I can enjoy my own hair when I'm not at work. And then I was like, you know what? Now that I got a little hair, I'm going to get it braided. I love it. Throw a little extra hair in it. Well, not yeah. a little because it's heavy. A lot of extra hair. And I love it. And you can be more versatile when you're not getting your hair braided. Now, but in for as an industry thing, if any of those of you out here who've ever done any kind of, whether it's commercials yeah. or movies or TV. Actresses do actresses, the same thing. Same thing. That you, it's, you, you struggle to find people who can do the color of your skin. Yes. Blend it so your neck isn't one color and your face oh, isn't Oh, my done. God. Girl. I will. I will. I tell a makeup artist all the time, someone who doesn't do me, when they start putting makeup on my neck, I'm like, no, what you need to do is make my face the same match my neck. Girl. You don't have to put makeup on my neck. Use this as a point of this reference. This is your reference. The Dildo. neck is the color. Make the face match the neck, right. not the other way around. Why are you Why do coming do down? That? I don't know. And it's like you mess my clothes up. Now yes. I'm going to get makeup on my eyes. It's no need to put makeup on, on your neck. neck. It should all oh blend. It should blend in and match your From neck. From the neck up. Yes. And these are the things. That, and I don't even do makeup. I can't even do. You know, I can't do hair or makeup. I, I can't know. do nothing. But, you know, when you go in, you're, you're, you're sort of giving yourself into the hands of these people. Right, right. And sometimes it's wonderful. And sometimes it's like, oh, this is terrifying. Girl, they, they, I'm telling you, they talk about me when I leave the room, but I don't <laughs> care. I have taken hand, I have taken curling irons and brushes out of their hands and say, let me, mm -mm, stop. I know I'm people, I know black women who have paid their own money, who I will not name, um, who have had to pay their own money to get to come in makeup ready, meaning they're paying somebody $125 to do 
to do their makeup to then come on TV, meaning they're essentially paying to be on TV because mm-hmm. they they don't want to come in and just trust the process. Right. And not just in New York. I'm talking about all over the country that you're having to come in Makeup it's a ready. gamble. At the very least, you have to bring your makeup with you. Yes. Um, if you're a guest on a show, and with our show for New York Live and The Hub Today, we don't do full makeup on guests. We'll do touch-ups. Yeah. Um, but to me, when I when I go on a show, if I come on your show, I bring my makeup with me because I never know who's going to be know. in the room. Well, I can tell you that if you come on AM Joy, well, when I tell you we have the bomb makeup and hair do. team, you will leave out. And what I and my goal with the AM Joy team was that you can sit anywhere yeah. I never want it to be that people feel like I'm getting the best makeup and then right. it's like I'm Beyonce and they're the other two members right. of Destiny's Child getting like you get the secondary right. makeup not that I'm not blame, I'm not saying anything bad about Beyonce don't come for me Beyonce I know fans. it's just a, I'm she's just, just saying. telling a story she's just making a joke or I'm Diana Ross and they're yeah. the Supremes you know right. what I mean like I'm not trying to make it look like I'm getting like a and I want you to be able to sit in any chair and you know that your and hair, look your best. and you're gonna look your best, and it doesn't matter. You can just pick a chair, close your eyes, and sit down. That's See, what we you're, want. You're a clean spirit. You don't have a, a, an ounce of jealousy in you, which is nice. I want everyone to look beautiful because yeah. I've actually sat on sets where people are in tears almost because they feel oh, they I've don't feel it. good you about don't feel themselves, good. and it distracts you from yes. doing your job. That's right. From speaking on television, it can be a huge distraction. Because you see yourself and you're like, I, you know, why am I orange? Or <laughs> why am and I'm I, not president? Why are my cheeks bruised? You know, or I was in, I remember traveling. This was actually in California. It wasn't in L.A., but it was in California where literally the person stuck. And you remember I used to have those hard lenses before I got my eye surgery done. I remember. And my lenses were so sensitive <laughs> that I couldn't wear mascara because any Ooh. anything that got in my eye was excruciatingly painful because of these hard, rigid lenses. Yeah. And I remember this, 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 this poor lady. She not only got glue from the eyelash, I have to wear eyelashes instead of instead of mascara. Yeah. She got the eyelash glue in my eye and then stuck the end of the eyelash was sticking in my eye. Oh my and I was God. blinking and tearing so badly. People were on Twitter asking, had I had a stroke? <gasps> They're no. like, why is your eye like that? Are you, are you okay? Oh my are you God. having a stroke? <laughs> you are so much more professional than I, me. It was I would have been like, I am not going on air. I didn't want to. And it was like, we have three three minutes and I'm getting the care. I'm like, my eye, I can't. They're like, are you, are you, why are you tearing? I was on Lauren. O'Donnell show. I was a guest on Lawrence's show. I was. It was so embarrassing, and I was so angry. But I was like, you know, I guess it's a West Indian politeness. I didn't want to. You are, yeah. Very I polite. was too polite about I it. I would have been like, listen. But you know, the second that thing was over, I ripped the eyelash off. I I wiped all the makeup off. I wiped every, and I never, I I never wiped. You know, I almost go to sleep in it as I just I said. Know. I took everything off. You, I was like, this is horrible. And I didn't mind did if you it was tell offensive. Her this? I did. I said this was in my eye, and I said to her. And I was even, when I was sitting, I was like, my eye is hurting. But oh. they were like, three minutes. I was like, but my eye. And then the lady came in and tried to adjust it. 30 seconds. I'm like, but my eye, I can't, I can't see. Five seconds. Oh, my like, God. And I just had to get through it because it was not, she couldn't fix it. Oh. She couldn't fix it. And wow. it was so bad. Oh, my God. So it's been bad. But we now know that it's an, it's an important thing. Diversity in TV is not just about what's on the air. Diversity in media is about the entire crew, it's so true. the lighting people, because that's the other thing. Are you lighting for black skin? Can you light us? Started. You know, so it's like we need to see the industry, whether it's TV, movies, commercials. We need diversity all through. We need to see people of color put all the Everywhere. way through, yes. particularly in the in the higher ups, the yes. suits, the you know 100%. producers, executive producers, managers, people yes. making decisions. But meanwhile, anyway. what the hell are you gonna do about your hair tonight? Girl, 
I'm going to figure it out. Who, because listen, if worse comes to worse. You cannot do your own hair. If worse comes to worse, because it's now already braided and everything, I can just put a little spray to spray my scalp and just wear it down. What do you mean spray to spray your scalp? You know, I like to keep my scalp sprayed because, you know, these, these hair they pull. Spray? Yeah, they pull. And so you get a little, not 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 uh, spray, but like a little oil, a little spray. Oh, oil. They just okay. oil give you a little. Uh, so, so I'm going to see if they have that in the room. And I might just get a little spray and just wear it down or just put it in a ponytail. You <laughs> you know who you should go, who could do your hair? Angie in my oh, hair makeup room. Okay, I might do that. There we go. Let me text her. Okay, text Angie. I'm going to text her and see what, what else is going on. Give me your wine down. And what are Hold we drinking, on. by the way? What did you pour in my glass? Um, Let me see. Which one? You read that. I, I'm going to text Angie because okay. I want to catch her before she goes because this is a crisis. <laughs> and see how laid back you are about it? I can't I'm have my cousin right. showing up all Samuel crazy. L. Jackson may be at this party, so I have to stand and stand again. Such a thing. I love <laughs> no, but only for people I like. Like, there are certain people who I'd fall out for. Like, if I met George Clooney, I'd faint. I would, like, actually go, I would go, like, I would, too. Faint. I would faint because he's just Well, you need to meet Sam Jackson because he's a big fan of yours. I, that, he I'll die. At you. If he knows who I am, I will die. He I knows love who him. you are. That, I love it. Did he wish you a happy die. birthday or something? He, he did in the, in the responses on my Instagram. And Jason saw it, and I didn't see it. Girl. So I love him. Um, yeah, Idris Elba, I would actually die. I'd probably I be dead. I met him. You met Idris Elba? I interviewed him on the red carpet of the Emmys one year, and I, I swear to God to this day, I don't know what I asked him. Girl. When I, because, you know, you know, you got, when you work a red carpet, you know, you got to be kind of gangster. And yeah. I saw him over on the platform, I think, for Entertainment Tonight. Yeah. And I saw he was, there was some brother that was waiting on him, and the brother recognized me, but right. we had never met. Right. And I was like, you know, he was waving, and I was like, I was, we're so far apart. I'm like, are you with? Idris, I'm mouthing the words. Yeah. He was like, yeah. I said, I put my hands in prayer. I was like, please let him come over to me. I was like, please, please. And I was like, come on, brother. I was like, come on now. She was come giving on. him everything. Girl, I was like, he's like, okay, I got you. He was like, but you owe me. I was like, whatever I got to do, I love you. Girl, it just came down those steps. And it was like a bunch of white people around him, but this brother was with him. And it was like they were almost ushering him past me. And the brother was like, no, no. And he pointed at me. And girl, when I say that shit was in slow-mo, oh he started God. walking towards oh me. Oh, my God. I was like, oh, shit. is coming. What am I going to ask him? I don't even know. You know, but I knew everything about him. Because yeah. I'm such a huge fan of his work at the show Luther and, and everything. He was nominated for Luther that year. So I knew and I had done my homework, but when he got in front of me, he I was think. like, is he tall? Yes. I'm dying. I'm yes. going to die. I'm actually dying right here in it's, front of you. It's You're killing me. Oh, honey. You're killing me. I died. I would die. I mean, he is so bloody fine. So fine. Ah! So fine. He should be. If he was 007, I might not be able to make it through the movie. I might die in the movie theater. Oh my God. And when he left, I was They'd just be like, like, who left this body in the theater? Girl. Who killed this lady? Uh, <laughs> who killed this woman in the middle of this damn theater? Idris, Get her out. Idris, Idris Elba. Idris Elba killed her. Idris. With his fineness. Girl. We're drinking Fuzza, uh, and it's from the Estate Botelle. No, no, it's not. It's just a state bottle. <laughs> it's from the, it's called Toriga Nacional from Fuzza. So Fiuza Toriga Nacional. It's a 2015 Portuguese blend that we got from our friend Moselle. Oops. Mm, mm, mm. Thank you. Oh, I, I cheers myself. Oh, wait. I'm sorry. Here, cheers. 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 Clink. Clink. So, clink, clink. I'm, I'm texting Angie. D listen, don't interrupt <laughs> this. See, this is the other thing about you. You do not take hair, makeup, fashion seriously. I do. 
No, I am actually. Listen. How many times have I called your show and said, Joanne? I, I know. Pull but, that shirt down in but, the back. I know. But listen, I'm starting to. <laughs> so now for the last few weeks, have you noticed that we've been doing a jumpsuit moment? So for the last couple weekends, we've been doing jumpsuits and all these things. Um, and so Donovan, who's our, our you good have friend, been some cute he's clothes. been making it happen. So I have to big up Donovan Bradford, who is uh, our friend from Maryland. He's actually our, our the guy who's doing our house. But he's uh, who's like a style. He's a he's a clothes. He's a stylist style. But he used to be in the fashion world too. So he has great taste. So he came up and he dressed me for Global, Global Citizen, Ooh. which was amazing. Yeah. He dressed me for The Real in another jumpsuit. Which he's was like amazing. the jumpsuit king. And it was fabulous. I've seen you in he a dressed jumpsuit. Me for Wendy. I met him that time. He, well, yes. For Wendy Williams. Yep. yep. So Donovan, I like him. he's fabulous. Okay. And so he's getting me together fashion wise. So he has your outfit for tonight. So no. <laughs> He didn't know I was doing this. So tonight. you're dressing yourself. I'm dressing myself. But last night I did another jumpsuit and I had a wonderful time uh, at the GMHC. These people called the Gay Men's Health Crisis. Um, they do a, um, a gala every year and I went to it last night. And I have to share with you this photo. I did a little speech. Um, Naomi Campbell was supposed to be there, but she didn't make it. So I feel a little bad that I didn't get to meet her. But I've met her before. She's really cool. Um, but it was really fun. And guess who I took a picture with? Jackie Steele Texas. Who? I took a picture <laughs> Sorry. with Mother Angie Extravaganza who is the mother of the House of Extravaganza. Now, the House of Extravaganza, did you ever see um, the movie from the 1990s that was that sort of broke the whole idea of... Um, of um... Oh, okay, okay, okay. What was the movie from the 1990s, from, the, from, from like 80... You guys remember this movie from like the 1980s? There was a movie that broke all the idea of houses where everybody vogues it sort of broke the whole idea. Oh, Paris is burning. Paris is burning. Yeah. Thank you. My brain doesn't work sometimes. But anyway, <laughs> so House of Extravaganza is like a house that dates all the way back to the 1980s. It's yeah. like one of the most legendary of these houses that go back in New York. So House of Extravaganza is like pretty freaking awesome. Yeah. One person who's a member of it is in the movie, is in the show Pose. Mm -hmm. One member of it, one of the like, senior most members of it that's been in it, um, was in the Vogue video with Madonna. Like, they're just amazing. And so they performed at this... Um, GMHC gala last night and I got a picture with Mother Angie Extravaganza. I love that. I love yeah. that you were there. You also were honored, right? I did. I got like a, a, a cool award. I gave a little speech. It was really fun. Winsome. Edit. My daughter, our, you know, <laughs> our daughter went with us. <laughs> Edit. Um, yeah. Well, um, well, we'll say Miss Nefertiri Draws on Instagram. She's. I'm allowed to say Miss Nefertiri Draws on Instagram. That's who I can ident identify my daughter as. She just doesn't want my trolls, okay? Yeah, and that's a, and people should not be trolling her because she is a young person. Yeah, she is um, a young person. But and people troll any of our, you know, it's ridiculous. our family But they members. should be banned from 100%. Um, Twitter. But a bunch of us went. Jason went. We went. Um, we, it was really fun. So my friend Ron Dodd, who's a producer on um, the Rachel Maddow show, he's one of the booking producers, invited me. Uh, Chris Witherspoon went with me. He was oh, there. we love Cousin Chris. We love Chris. And I gave him a shout out in my speech as well. Um, and uh, our friend Wanjira Banfield. I don't know if you met Wanjira, wacky Wanjira Banfield, our, our buddy. So it was really fun. We had oh, a really nice. great time last night. So I was out again last night. I and, know. Mm, I know. I know. Again tonight. And I'm going again tonight. And Even we, and going. Oh, uh, boy. Well, okay, listen. Tell me what's in your wind-up. I have a really cool thing in front of me. Because it here, it, I have a little <laughs> postcard, and it says, "Time to get your vegan life," and it says, Ooh. "Vegan, sexy, cool, vegan, sexy, cool." Punto com. Jackie <laughs> at veganSexyCool.com. Yeah, you hey. got paraphernalia now. It's got a back I to do. it too. I have business cards. I Editor got in chief and CEO. 
Jackie Reed. Yes. How is this going? Now, this is it's it, going really well. It's a well. new business. So it, it really is a new business. It is. Yes. It's How's not it just the website. It's, you know, it's all I'm on all social medias. Please follow me at Vegan Sexy yes. Cool. Um, I'm doing my first big event in January. Oh. It's really going well. What's the event going to be? It's all coming together. It's going to be a launch party. Girl. Yes. Now, if because I go, ben- do I have to eat only vegetables? Yes. <laughs> The food and the wine will be vegan. Even the wine. Let me ask you a question. How can wine be vegan? Because wine is just grapes. No, it's not. What else is in wine but grapes and water? Listen, Harvard. (laughs) (laughs) They didn't teach us about that. All we drank was beer. (laughs) No, a lot of times when they make wine, sometimes they'll seal it with a a gelatin Mm -hmm. that is made of animals' bones. It's made from all types of animals' bones that are boiled down. Um, so gelatin when They're you're like, eating here, jelly beans I'm and going things to take like that. you and I'm going to grind your bones into jelly. I'm going to get you, going to I'm going to throw a brown pig in your house. And I'm going to put <laughs> wine in it because you're nothing but a little pig. Egg and white. I don't respect your life. Egg whites. Are <laughs> Arnold, that was very Arnold Schwarzenegger. I don't respect you, piggy. Come here, piggy, piggy, I'll piggy. Be, I'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> it's supposed to sound like Stewie. No. Nothing? That doesn't sound like Stewie? No. <laughs> what that sounds like Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> Period. Um, no, they put egg whites in a lot of wines. They put honey in a lot of wines. All of those Wait a things. minute. Vegans can't eat honey? You're not supposed to. because Honey doesn't kill bees? Uh, it, have, you, have you read about how bees are being wiped out? No, but they're not dying because they're giving honey. Honey is what they make naturally. It's what they do for a living. But when bees' you, job but, is to make honey. But when you harvest the honey from bees, you're exploiting them. And a lot of people don't do that properly. Like they don't wool. kill them. It does kill them It kills sometimes. them to take the honey. If you don't do it responsibly. How can it kill them? The honey just laying there in the honeycomb. If you take it, they but, make more honey. But the bees are covering the honeycomb. You have to remove them. It's a whole process. You have to do it responsibly. There, there are ethical ways to do it, and that's why you have to make sure that you buy ethical honey, not just any old honey. See, now, this is the problem with I'm going to post about it. It's so complicated. I got to find ethical honey. I got to find wine without bones This in is it. probably how the manager of makeup and hair in this building feels. <laughs> These damn black people, they want this and that. Why can't they that just be different. happy with? Mm-hmm. Why you can't? I can't have any wine. Why don't you love the environment? Bones. I like the environment. I want to breathe. Why don't you love this planet? I love don't the you planet. Want, why don't you want to leave this planet better for your three kids? I do. Well, <laughs> when it's going to start? Do you even take the time to recycle, Joy? Listen, I have started eating those um, burgers that make you shit. What is it called? The burger? That burger does not make yes, you poop. it does. It does not. Makes and you know it doesn't because you had one and it didn't make you poop. The Impossible Burger. It's impossible not Listen, to poop. Listen, I was, I was working it. on having it today, but next week I'm going to get us some vegan oxtails. That is just sacrilegious. <laughs> <laughs> All black people fire Jackie Reed right now. I'm All interview- the black people that turned off the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to me. Nah, man. Listen, I went to a vegan festival on Randall's Island this weekend called Vegan Dale. Mm-hmm. It was huge. It was packed. And I was shocked at how many black people were there. Okay. But amongst the vendors mm-hmm. were many African-American owned and operated restaurants. Mm-hmm. One out of Chicago. That's where I ate. Where I got collars. 
mac and cheese and these um, seitan barbecue tips. Girl, they were tricking you. Girl, they were they, like, no. baby, go get them ham hocks and put them yeah, in front of that. Not she ham. ain't going to know the difference. But so put as a I little was... seasoning on it. She ain't going to know. She hungry. Look at her. She's so skinny. No, she people away. there do not, do not want to hurt animals. Yeah. They These people have business. But listen, there was a long line, mostly black people, like mm-hmm. that was stretching around the, the uh, fairgrounds. Mm-hmm. So I went up to the sister and I was like, what are you standing in line for? She said, this woman has voxtails. I was like, what? She's like, yeah, they're vegan oxtails. And she has a restaurant in Brooklyn. I said, have you had them before? She said, yes, and they are delicious. She said, that's why I'm standing in this line. Mm. And so I went up and I met the woman. Her name is China. Mm -hmm. Um, She has a business called Bad Girl, B-A-D, uh, G-Y-R-L in Brooklyn. Mm -hmm. And she was homeless and living in a shelter with her two daughters in January. She put this recipe out there, started her business, started, of course, selling it. Now she has a restaurant. Now she's about to launch a nationwide delivery service wow. of her box tails. They're supposed to be delicious, and they're made out of mushrooms. You didn't stand in, in the line? I, I was running around That's too, too long. much. She was trying to get them to me, but when I tell you, it, you, you've been to festivals, yeah. food festivals particularly. Ridiculous. She was working her ass off, and yeah. her sisters and her mother were all back there. Wow. And so it was a lot. And I told her, I, would, I said, just give me Ox your number. Oxtails made of mushrooms. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Just got to taste it. I would try it. Come on. I'm going to try it. Come on, Kizzy. I'm just Try it. Don't be a slave. <laughs> what y'all? What's this? Y'all ain't got no chilling? Wait, what's this? Because I don't eat Y'all ain't got legs. pig's feet? Wait, what's hog this? Ham hocks? Hog mall? What kind of Listen, mess around is Master said, if I came back round the back door, that y'all would have some ham for me. And some hog mall. And some... I, what, you ain't you didn't cook this in bacon grease? Master said, Master said, listen, take these scraps around here and feed all the slaves. And I came back in. I want some good food. I don't, I don't want what they eating in the big house. I don't eat that. I, don't I want some grease. Ma- I don't eat Where's the ma- Crisco? I don't see Crisco. If y'all trying to, y'all, y'all going to cook this and you ain't using no Crisco? Olive oil. You- Who uses <laughs> olive oil? You better get some lard up in here. We need lard. Nobody want to eat this non-slavery food. I like slave food. Anyway, <laughs> moving right. <laughs> Come on I now. I have makeup on that I do You're not, not want to cry off. So Master didn't so. want them chicken gizzards. Come on, fry them up for me now. Come on. You ain't got no chicken feet. Chicken beak. What you got? Just fry it up. Just fry it. I'll eat it. Master told me to come around to the back door. Because that's where they said all the scraps were. <laughs> Give me some good food. Don't nobody want no salad. That's just ridiculous. That's not what we eat. That's not what we eat. <laughs> Willie, Willie, they out here trying to feed us salad with olive oil. Bring that lard from down in the basement. Bring the lard. It's been sitting there. It's been sitting there about two weeks. Bring that lard. Let's cook up some of these chicken feet. We gonna eat good tonight. Round the back door. Massa said. It's some good food for y'all. This is all y'all going to get. Y'all better like it. Make it a tradition. Make it every Christmas, every Thanksgiving, you all eat these slave scraps. <laughs> you all should compete with each other. Have macaroni and cheese contest. <laughs> Oh, my God. Jackie Reed's method of recruiting people to veganism is a combination of bullying and comedy. Waddle over to the stove. Waddle over to the stove. 
and fry up that chicken. Wait, hold on. Where my cane? Let me get over here. Now, you got to taste my potato salad. <laughs> they threw out some potatoes, Ooh, and I grabbed them. And I poured some bacon grease that they threw out. I, I poured that in my in my in my potato salad. That would give it that kick. <laughs> now, y'all wonder why we don't have an intern. It's when Jackie done drove her away. She is gone. She did not. I, she was here one week. And she was like, I'm getting out of here. Enough of this shit. I'm out. She gone. She didn't even come back. I saw her one time. And she gone. She said, I can't do this shit. She's gone. She'll be here tomorrow. <laughs> With plenty of vegan food to choose from. Oh, Bodie. Going around the back. Going around the back. She going to be here weak and Bodie. It's fine. It's all fine. Listen, Jackie's going to make you be vegan if you fucking like it or not. That's Listen, how it's going to be. During the month of January. Listen. It's not optional. Let me tell you this story. So I have a girlfriend, my girlfriend in Atlanta, because I'm glad. Can to be... I keep my makeup on for this? You can. Okay, you make me cry at all. Listen, my girlfriend, she asked me, we were talking, because I've been trying to get her to try some vegan uh, food and yes. just with, really clean up her diet. Right. And she was asking me, she was getting, we were talking while she was on her way to work, and she was getting out of the car, and she was mm -hmm. like, oh, grunting and all that kind of stuff. Oh, no. And she was like, she said, and, and she said to me, do you feel any pain in your body? She's like, I got all kinds of pain. I said, no, not one bit. <laughs> she said, I hate you. I said, listen, if you put down that chicken and the mayonnaise, you know, that inflammation will leave you chicken too. Chicken and mayonnaise. Ooh, that sounds nasty. Oh, don't even try. No, it's true. Mayonnaise you don't like is disgusting. You don't like mayonnaise? It's gross. Oh. I find it disgusting. It's one of the most disgusting what foods What don't you like her. about it? It's disgusting. The consistency of it or the just taste, the idea of it? The idea of it, the taste So what do you it, eat when you do have like an egg salad or a chicken salad? Oh, I don't like egg salad. I or don't tuna. Eat chicken salad. The only thing, like, so at this point, like I said, I'm trying to change my diet. I am trying to clean up my diet. And so I pretty much am like kind of pescatarian right now. Okay. So because I, I am, I, you know, red meat is too much. I can't eat it. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm trying to lose weight. And I'm listening to Miss Jackie. I'm trying to listen and be and, and listen and be a good friend and listen to what you're saying. Take I did watch that shackles. movie. I'm trying take to take off the shackles, shackles of food. Of slavery. <laughs> and so I went back to kind of be a pescatarian. And like I said, I was a vegetarian before, so I've been a vegetarian. So I'm, you know, I eat fish. I eat a lot of salad. I do eat salad, Miss Jackie. Yeah, with what? Bacon lard on it? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. With like kale, lettuce, that cucumbers. That good to you, though. Hmm? You're probably like, if they could oh, pour God. some bacon grease on top. Oh, no, I'm not that bad. I'm not that bad. No, I don't know. I don't need bacon. Um, yeah, no, I try to eat healthy. I try to eat somewhat healthy. But the hardest thing for me to give up, thank you. The hardest thing for me to give up is eggs, which when, you know, was like a staple of my diet has been forever. How do you like your eggs? Scrambled. I just put a post on vegansexycool.com about this egg substitute that is so much like okay. Well, listen I've to never me. had a good egg, egg substitute okay. by the way. Let ever. Me, let me ask you this. And I've tried a lot of them. If I give you mm -hmm. a great egg substitute in okay. a sandwich form mm -hmm. or whatever, and you like it, yeah, will you try this egg substitute? I will at home because my favorite breakfast is eggs, and I try not to eat bread. You know, I'm trying to not eat bread. Yeah, so I'll just literally have just a plate of scrambled eggs, and that'll be my breakfast. So if you can come up with it, and like I said, I've I got tried it a lot for of you. Them. I got a I restaurant was... to take you to, and okay. they use this product. It's two sisters, okay, in um in New Jersey. Yeah, it's called corn. Wait a minute, coffee and cornbread. Okay. I love them. 
they make delicious food. They just, but it's not all vegan. They do right. both types of food. Right. But I go there and get my vegan eggs and grits and vegan sausage, and they do a, a vegan corn muffin. Uh huh. And it's in New Jersey, me. though. It's not. Why do you act like that so far? It is. It is not. Bridges involved. Listen. <laughs> you used to live in Brooklyn. I know, and that was far too, and that's why I moved. I moved. Yeah, but you were way out in Brooklyn. I was way out. But yeah, no, I mean, I and like I said, when I was a vegetarian, I used to pretty much. The only things I still ate were cheese. I, to, I basically lived on cheese pizza, ramen, vegetables, salad. Like, I was really anemic. I was not yeah. eating well. So I was not a good... And then peanut butter. I was pretty much, like, living on peanut butter because mm -hmm. that was my only real protein. Mm -hmm. But I was in college, too. I was in high school and college when I was vegetarian. I think I went vegetarian in 11th grade, and I was mm -hmm. a vegetarian all the way through sophomore year of college. And I was, like, really hungry all the time. So You're I was so eating. close with, with the vegetarian Oh, thing. yeah. No, I lived with you. And my poor family. I put them through hell. They were having to eat. They went... Because my mom worked. She had two, she worked two jobs. So by the time she came home, it was late. So I was the one making dinner. Oh. So they had to eat what I made. <laughs> and they were so angry. You know, they was craving like burgers and steak. And I was like, no, mm -mm. We, we are going vegetarian together. See? And so I had them, I was making all sorts of like quiches and stuff. Because I still allowed eggs. Like okay. I was a vegetarian with eggs. Yeah, yeah. So I would make quiches. And a lot of vegetarians are. A lot of vegetarians. And I know a few vegetarians who eat eggs. Yeah. So I was making like quiches. I was making stuffed green peppers. I had a book. I had a recipe book. What? That I ordered from Betty Crocker. And I would make all these different recipes. I swear to God, back then, that's what they had. Yeah, you know I mean? yeah, I remember. There weren't these great black cookbooks, and there was like Betty Crocker. Yeah. So I would modify them because, you know, they don't never have no seasoning in none of it. None of it. So I would take, and everything, because, you know, West Indian style, we put onion powder, garlic powder, salt, pepper, red pepper, cumin. black pepper, cumin. I was putting all of the kitchen sink of different vegetables. And these food, these were delicious. I'm sure. They were just angry people. I was that living with delicious. angry people because they were like, can we just have some chicken? I was like, no. Mm -hmm. And the way I ended up going vegetarian is in 11th grade, because I'm trying to help my mom. I was like, let me make dinner. So she was just like, clean the chicken for me. And when I get home, I'll make it. So I took this chicken out. It was a whole chicken. But the head never The head wasn't on it. But it had uh, it had arms. It had his little chubby legs. And it, it had his belly. And I'm looking at this chicken. I was like, this looks like a baby. And I couldn't get out of my head that it looked like a baby. And oh. I was so disgusted. And then oh. I had to cut it up. And I was like, I was so grossed out that I never ate. For three more years, I or four more years, I never ate another piece of meat. What happened? Why'd you go back? Did you because forget was, the baby? <laughs> <laughs> you forgot about the baby? Because I was starving. I was anemic. I was literally just anemic. I couldn't, I couldn't, I didn't, there's nothing to eat. Because I was in, you know, I was at right. college. Yeah. And so there was no food. So I was eating from the salad bar, quote unquote. Yeah. But the salad bar, there was just basically uh, rabbit lettuce tomatoes and that's it they didn't even have like cucumbers it was it didn't bad have nuts and seeds no and it didn't have like all that. that it was real simple because the food was made for the people who eat meat right so they were yeah. eating all this food and i was starving i was literally ill and also my mom had passed i was depressed Ugh. i was hungry and so and i took a year off and the year i took off my after my freshman year, i took a year off and so i was living with my aunt and so i had to eat what she cooked so i had to start eating meat again because yeah she was cooking oxtail and you know i just went back to eating meat because i was yeah. hungry I that was, makes sense yeah so i ended up going back because i was eating from my aunt Kitchen. That makes sense. Yeah. Well, you know, a lot of, um, you know, I met a woman in my office yesterday. I didn't know she was vegan. She w works on the other side, so we don't work on the same show. But once I, I was talking to someone and they were like, you know, this woman in our office is vegan. I went and talked to her. She's been vegan for four years. And she said to me, you know, I've been struggling, um, she said, because I'm not getting the right nutrients. Right. And I don't know if you heard about Jaden Smith, um, Will and, and uh, Jada Pinkett Smith's um, son, 
he was having some issues. I know if you've seen him, he's lost a lot of weight and okay. he's vegan. Yeah. They had a, a type of intervention with him because they were very scared. Yeah. But when you and and then Cam Newton, this um, football player, yeah. and I, I can't remember the team because I'm just not that into football. But anyway, he's a professional football player. You should be player. in football, Bobby. I know. We have no excuse. Listen, anyway, I'm into it a little bit, but <laughs> I know his name yeah. and I know he's a quarterback, right. but that's all I know. Yeah. Um, I don't know what team he plays for, but anyway, people have been, he's been having a hard season so far and it's early in the season, but people are saying that his, he just became vegan. I don't mm -hmm. think it's been a full year and people are blaming it on veganism. And I right. have to say this because I'm working on a piece about this for my website. You know, it, 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 you have to just like any diet, or any way of eating, you have to make sure that you get the proper nutrients. Right. You could eat meat and a, a, a regular diet that's non-vegan and eat all meat and not eat vegetables and right. things like that, and that can make you sick. It can make you sick. It's He's the Carolina Panthers, by the way. Okay, Carolina yeah. Panthers, thank you. Yeah. Same thing with veganism. You have to make sure that you are eating certain things yeah. to get the nutrients that you need. 100%. My mom, so my mother was a nutritionist, and my and her best friend, um, the late Lejeune Bradford, who was amazing. Her, uh, My favorite saying from Lejeune Bradford that I almost made the cover little quote in my book was, we are living in the age of primitive man. She used to say this all the time. Ooh. Lejeune was a renaissance woman, but she she's the one who was mm -hmm. like, she tried to create me a diet when I was when I went vegetarian in 11th grade. She's like, you have to eat protein. Yes. So her big thing was peanut butter because I loved peanut butter. So yeah. she's like, eat as much peanut butter as you want. Um, eat beans, vegetables, and try not to eat too many, just flat carbs. So yeah. she had me in a diet. So when I went to school, I couldn't access all of the things that she was like eating. I wasn't boiling beans, right? There was no kitchen. Right. So I was literally a peanut. I, they used to make fun of me because I was always eating peanut butter. I was constantly eating peanut butter sandwiches yeah. and cheese pizza. Yeah. But that is actually not a full diet. Like no. you actually have to have something else. And you're right. I think the mistake people make is they're thinking I'm going to be healthy by being vegan, by just getting rid of meat. And they forget to then substitute in all of the proteins that you can get from plants you actually do have to eat the protein that's where cows too. and pigs and other animals that are not carnivores they eat grass right. and things like that they eat plants to get yeah. their protein you got to have protein or you, you have live. to have protein be that's weak. what gorillas do they exactly. have protein they don't eat meat yeah um so yeah it's it you know but Jaden was saying and, and jada put out a statement i think it was jada or will or both of them put out a statement saying that you know, he was having issues with eating. He yeah. was eating like once a day. Yeah. So he had stopped eating food. And the thing about veganism, when you eat vegan, you have to consider the calories that come with meat. Right. A lot of people don't eat enough and don't get enough calories. Right. Because you can eat a lot more. Right. Because you're vegan. Right. And not gain weight. So you need to eat. You got to eat. You well, have to or be mindful of you what can you get eat. Because when I tried that vegan, what was it, veganary? What was the month that we did? I veganary. Did it, ve You're doing no, it I, then this year. No, I did it in November. It was it was Vovember. Vovember. So when yeah. I did Vovember, I gained weight. Yes, because you can gain weight being I a vegan if you, if you don't work out and you don't eat right. Yeah, because I was eating all carbs. Yeah, and if you eat french fries. Yes, and they, There's so fries. many things that, right, <laughs> if, you, if you go that route. Yeah. But you have to, like, I make sure that with every meal I eat, even breakfast meals, I have something green. If I have cereal, for example, I'll put um, some spirulina in there. You know, I'll sprinkle that in there, which is a protein source. Right. I'm very mindful of protein in every meal that yeah, I eat. You got to have protein. But the other thing, and again, and my, my last word on this, Miss 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 Jackie Reed, is that a lot of that takes a lot of planning. It takes a lot of planning to purchase the stuff that you need to eat because if there's not naturally, like right now, in my fridge enough to eat. Right. If I'm not eating like an egg sandwich, right. it's not like I have a whole lot of other food in the house. So you have to think, because otherwise, I was eating, you know eating popcorn and bread and you just really can fatten yourself up or you just make yourself anemic 
Well, and that's what happens to a lot of people. I mean, you have to lean into the vegetables first. Yeah. Think about, I mean, because think about it. <clears throat> meat is one part of a meal, right? right? And all the other things are not. So a lot of us are eating, particularly people from the Caribbean, people from India. Yeah. A lot of those foods, a lot of international foods are vegan anyway. A lot of Asian dishes right. are vegan. There's, It's a lot there. You just take out the meat and you substitute it for something else. Yeah. You got to eat yams. You got to eat a lot of good stuff. Yeah, All you right. do. It's a lot of good food. All right. You're going vegan. Let's talk. <laughs> <laughs> Vegansexycool.com. I, I have given you my cough. Introducing the all-new and totally reimagined 2020 Ford Explorer. It's built for modern exploration. Whether venturing across country or simply across town, over various terrains or through rough weather, it's all good. The Ford Explorer is specifically designed for comfort, confidence, and a whole lot of style. Ready to explore more? The 2020 Ford Explorer, the greatest exploration vehicle of all time. Built Ford Proud. in the studio Yay. today and i like her because i love a british accent me too lola at a show lola yes. messed up the name already <laughs> lola at a show yay yes yeah let's say it right lola that's correct okay it's she like gave me a Chardet. little phonetic you have to put lesson. an h where you don't see any at a show yay yeah yeah i like that at a show yay it's nigerian yeah it's like it originally nigerian. Yeah. yeah she is a british new york-based writer commentator and broadcaster and we are so happy to have her here with us today because we want to talk about the royals um, <sighs> but, um, you were saying you were dealing with a bout of vertigo. Yes, I have had vertigo, um, on and off for about two weeks now, but actually yesterday I listened to classical music for a while and it, it cleared up. Is that a known treatment for it? Does that help? Um, Typically? I'm not sure, but something just said, just put on some classical music. But, um, I think also I was listening to a lot of meditation music and right. apparently that can actually make you feel dizzy. I was just going to say really? that, you know, yeah. whenever I get vertigo, you, you want to close your eyes, but actually closing my eyes for me makes it worse. Yes, because you're yeah. still spinning. Right. It makes you feel it more. I feel it more intensely if I close my eyes. Yeah. I don't know if you feel that way. Yeah, I did feel that way. Um, but I've been just trying to drink more water and like, yes, eat more helps. fruit and vegetables. It comes and, with like, dehydration. Yeah, yeah, looking at my diet Typically. and uh, yeah. all sorts. So yeah. Do you ever feel like you're going to fall down? It's not really falling down. It's just kind of, it's a bit like when you get off a boat and... It feels feel like, like things, moving. yeah, you feel like you're still moving. Gotcha. Right. So sometimes when I'm walking in a straight line, I feel like I'm going to start moving to right. one side. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like that. That's so me. interesting to me. Yeah. Well, a doctor friend of mine, and I really should have just gone to the doctor by now, to be yes, honest, but um, <laughs> she said she thinks it might be some kind of inner ear disorder. It can be. Yes. Um, it can and be. that, you know, basically there's not really treatment for it. You just kind of have to let it subside, but then also just like, hydrate and do things to you know make yourself uh, get back to get yeah. the fluid back to normal yeah. right mm -hmm. okay Lola let's get so, to the doctor now yeah, right I know doctor. I'm going to the doctor, <laughs> go, to yeah. the doctor. <laughs> go to the doctor my mom's like go to the doctor yes and you know I discovered this week that because I had an ear I actually had an ear I think I had an ear infection like you know you, you feel like oh. you have a really pain deep down in your ear mm. I discovered that there is now a way to go to the doctor without leaving your house they now have these Skype with you basically. Yes. And really? I went on yeah. ZocDoc and I got an appointment. I had the appointment right there sitting in my bedroom, had the appointment, paid 49 bucks. He, the doctor wrote a prescription for me. My daughter went and picked it up. I literally never left my That's house. That's amazing. So it's a new thing they're doing like where doctors that. offer this service where they will actually, 
you can actually go to the doctor without going to the doctor. That would be weird. And without that. waiting. That would be That's weird with the OBGYN. Though. Well, that would be like <laughs> Yeah, you might want to That would be a You might not want to In do every that. way. Turn over. <laughs> Show us what's up there. Show us up here. Lift up your sleeve. Lift up your sleeve. Can you show us what's up here? Can you get like a, a knife in the pool? I can't see it. You know, can you get a more light in there so I can see up in you? Thank you for the light on your cell phone. Put your leg up on the TV. Uh, yeah, put it up higher. Can you imagine? Snap a picture for me. Anything's possible. It's days. perfectly legal. Let Go it. ahead and send it to me. Oh, boy. No. That would be something. No. Oh, well, we wanted to have you here because um, those crazy royals are oh. in the news again. Prince mm. Harry. Um, put out a statement this week in defense of his wonderful wife, who we celebrate here every day, all day. Yes. Um, Duchess Meghan Markle, who we like to consider a princess, but we know she's not. Um, so yes, he released a is. statement. Yeah, I know. I, know, I think so, know. too. I think so. Put out a statement calling out the British tabloid press over the ruthless campaign against the Duchess. What is going on with um, the British press and their hatred of Meghan Markle. Yeah, well, it's very... What does she have to do? Okay, yeah. Let, let me let me tell you about this. So, please break it down for us. Please. It's a few things. First of all, the UK has a particularly vicious tabloid culture. So it's interesting because from the outside, people think, "Oh, British people are so polite." Yeah. And I'm the other to side, one I know that they are, and they aren't, and they aren't. Right. Yeah. The other side is kind of like British people can be kind of savage. I mean, mm. and very mean. So the tabloid culture is, is very big. It generally kind of appeals to, um, or it's supposed to appeal to working class people, lower sort of middle class people type thing. Um, and that's their, that's their demographic. And what they do is they're very sensational. It's like the National Enquirer every day yeah. in newspaper form. Really? They make things up. I mean, there was a girl that was murdered some years ago and they actually hacked into her phone. I mean, I mean, it's really very serious what they do. They hound people. They stalk people. They, I mean, look at what happened to Princess Diana. So yeah. there's that aspect of things. Then we'll talk about the, um, the class aspect of things. You know, another thing that the UK has is this kind of anti-success attitude, as far as I'm concerned. Mm. Because as far as British people are concerned, you know, where you're born is where you're meant to end up. There's not so much of the emphasis on upward mobility. Mm. So I think in some people's minds, Meghan Markle has kind of jumped the queue. Yeah. And really? that she isn't supposed to be there. That she's a commoner who shouldn't be a royal. Exactly. Yeah. She, has, she, she wasn't good enough in the class <clears throat> system to kind of, you know, be there herself. So yeah. who does she think she is now coming in and infiltrating? How much does her being system? black have to I would, factor yeah. into Before that. you even get that. And American. It has a lot of, right. The American yes. and the black. But the, the, just to put a pin in that for a moment, American culture is very much about the fantasy of a commoner becoming a royal. The, the yes. rags to riches. Right, the rags to riches, totally. Cinderella. Yes. So it's like the opposite, where yes. the U.S. sort of, I think, still covets, I, I have to say, the royal family. Absolutely. And having yeah. gotten out from under British royalty, the U.S. sort of covets it. Mm. And so this dream is there of a commoner becoming a royal. But you're saying in British culture, it's the opposite. You yeah. are either a commoner or you are royal, and you, yeah. you can't jump between. They don't, you know, they don't like that idea. Commoners mm. don't become royalty. <laughs> it's not really supposed to happen because the whole notion of the royal family is, is blue blood. And the whole notion of aristocracy is blue blood, who you're born into, right. and who your family is, what your lineage is. Yeah. So that's not supposed to happen. But then what happens is um, the tall poppy syndrome. So, And this is generally across British culture, that people who are seem to be doing too well and who are getting too above their station have to be cut down. 
The mm. tall poppy syndrome yes. instead of this. Interesting. And so Megan fits into that. She's this outsider that's coming and she's American. And she's black. And she's black. So, I mean, the black thing is... Um, at first, people were like, oh, this is interesting. But it all fits into that narrative of the outsider. We don't like her. She's, uh, you know, is she contaminating the bloodline? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That sort of thing. Um, definitely, there's a racist aspect. There's a classist aspect. There's a who do you think you are, anti-success, xenophobic, anti-American aspect to all of it. So yeah. the fact that she's a celebrity doesn't yes. even matter. No, 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 no. To no. British people. No, because originally... But to the British press, that's just Yeah, originally the royal family is, uh, you know, they kind of all used to sort of intermarry um, or sort of interbreed. So actually Prince Philip is like the Queen's cousin somewhere along the yeah. line. Mm. Um, and Even it, Princess Diana was sort of distantly related to them, right? Somehow. Yeah, and she also came from an aristocratic family. Right, right. Now Kate Middleton um, doesn't come from nobility, but she's upper middle class right. enough that they could kind of that she was acceptable and she's white and she's white exactly yeah i think that if megan had been a white girl i mean um harry's dated other girls who not nobility people didn't seem as bothered by that as they and also he's not he's like eighth in line for the throne like yeah he's behind not just his brother william but all of william's children yeah so he's not gonna be king so it's weird that you know but but we did see that with princess with with the queen her sister, who was not in line for the throne either, was prevented from Queen being with Anne. the man that she wanted to be with because he wasn't right. And, the and there was a, right, and there was a lot yeah, of anger yeah. about you know the the man who you know let the throne go. But also, he was also a Nazi. But that's a whole other thing. <laughs> but I mean, the reality is is that British royalty, as you said, have been very insular. Yeah. And the idea of this outsider black woman celebrity coming in, right. it seemed to really stick in the craw of the British press. Yeah, and I think her attitude and, you know, this idea that she's going to be outspoken, so she's not deferring yeah. to um, the establishment, so to speak. The funny thing is, I don't think the Queen cares. I don't think anyone in the royal family cares. It's the press that yeah. cares. Okay. But I think they're, sending a, they're trying to send a message um, as like a mediating force that, well, you know, look at what happens to you if you come in and try and do this. But do they not have a sensitivity? Because I, I would, first of all, I love Harry and Meghan are my favorite royals, by the way. Yeah. Because Harry's always been the fun royal, the interesting one. He gets in trouble. But he seems so sincere and just real mm-hmm. as a real person. And he marries this black girl, which is revolutionary. They have this black choir at the wedding. Oh, the wedding that was wedding was everything. That wedding was amazing. I was, remember. I was yeah, you guys were with us. Yeah. It was awesome. But the thing about it is that he's also defending her in terms of Princess Diana, which I think For is sure. really poignant and saying, you did this before. Yeah. Don't the British press have any sense that, wait a minute, we already drove Princess Diana into the situation where a lot of people feel they, she was killed because of them. I don't think they care, to be honest. I think they care about sensationalism and... Um, driving numbers and there is like a very nasty element to it like i don't think they care if anything bad happens. but do you think it matters that um prince harry put out this statement yeah does that make a difference to the press do they even care oh well they're all talking about it and you know saying how unprecedented it is and there is a bit of like who do they think they are however you know harry was very young when his mother died yeah and i think Meghan reminds him a lot of his mother yeah and I actually said this. I wouldn't be surprised if at some point they leave the country. I wouldn't either. And really? by the way, yeah. they're in South Africa right now. I am totally with you on yeah. this, Lola, because Tell me they more. are in South Africa. First of all, A, there's sort of an Obama-esque aspect to the way that she's been received 
by black South Africans. Mm. There's this poignant picture of her meeting a little black South African girl. Because there is, you know, it used to be a colony. It used to be sort of part of the British Empire. It mm. broke away in 48, same year they started apartheid. But they, you know, they there is this connection to South Africa. And for black South Africans, she is sort of almost like Obama, like a symbol of yeah. change. And so I wouldn't be surprised if they left either. And somewhere like South Africa would be a place they could go. But I've heard they've been yeah. looking at um, places in California as well. Do you think they could oh, come I to think America? They might, yeah, potentially, Ooh. I think. But I, I do think it's going to get to the point where um, they might have to leave. And partly, I wonder, I don't know, this is speculation. I don't know if Megan was expecting that nastiness that she's been experiencing. And I yeah. can imagine for her it's extremely difficult. Because it's one thing to be in the royal family in, in the first know, place, in yeah. the first place yeah. with all the protocol and all the things you can't do. I mean, you don't get you to, to live any kind of normal life. She had to shut down hot. her website, which, yeah. you know, the yeah. TIG, and she can't act. Because I really right. wanted her to be on the Suits season finale. <laughs> I was just, come on, just look. Cameo, come on. Let her in there. Come on. Yeah, you can't do anything. No, you can't wear can't. wedgies, wedgie heels. What the hell is that? They wedgie. have lots of rules. And, okay. you know, I can imagine it's extremely restrictive. They're not to mention all this other stuff that she has to deal with and their meanness and some of it's personal to her and some of it actually isn't so is it does it seem like it's true because they're also trying to float this idea that harry and william don't get along because yeah. of her i don't believe that you know, and that she and kate don't get along i think they're trying to make her look like the mean girl and try to make it look like she's mean to kate yeah. which i don't buy it i don't buy that i don't know i i i don't fully buy it but i do have a friend who's a, i won't say his name but he's a very senior editor of a, of a publication and he the publication was talking is a magazine like a high society magazine in new york or in, in the uk okay and the magazine had had some allusions to this fight that was going on and i said to him i was like you know is there any truth to this and he basically was like mm, let Ooh. me not say anything yeah so i don't know maybe there is yeah but i don't think it's like an all-out feud yeah they're brothers and so they're gonna have issues just like any other well surprise. are you talking about with your friend this conversation had to do with william and harry or kate and, kate and megan, megan. Oh, oh. megan. okay well yeah. can you imagine from kate's point of view they have this wedding william and kate and it's supposed to be the wedding of the century it's the biggest thing ever and sorry but it was not anything close to the huge explosion <laughs> across the universe when megan married Harry. Yeah, I'm Harry. sure she's sort of upstage. She was upstage. Yeah. I think so. I think the wedding of the century was Meghan and Harry's wedding. Yeah. But have some class. Roll with it. You should be happy for your brother-in-law, Harry, yeah. who she was supposedly really close with. You know, be happy that he found someone that he loves. Yeah. Truly loves. You know yeah. what I mean? And this they is are not adorable. like his father's um, marriage to his mother. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. This is a, a true, real, a true love, real love match. And by the way, am I the only one who's dreaming that little... Um, Archie is going to have a big red afro. Am I the only person that <laughs> he probably I will? Though, you know. I want the big. Red I can't afro. wait for that hair to grow in because he looked. Have you seen the pictures side by he's side adorable. of Prince Harry. Harry when he looked yeah. just like Harry he when does, he was a baby? Yeah. He's adorable. You know he's definitely gonna. He's gonna. gonna that nose gonna, gonna widen pop. up. I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait the, pop you know, out. Yeah, <laughs> like when he's a preteen. You know. <laughs> so you never know. Maybe at six months or whatever, he's gonna start changing. What if he put cornrows on him? If he has like cornrows. I would love it. I'm a British royal too. He could totally embrace that. He could totally embrace. So you see them moving out of the country. Do you think America could be a consideration for them? I mean, since Meghan is from here, then I think she might consider it as a first option. Yeah, and her mom is here. Her mom's in California. Well, her mom's there mostly though. She's moved to um, to the UK. Yeah, she she took a residence there. Like, yeah. I still think she has her house here, but I think yeah. she moved there. I would have wanted my mom there yeah. going through all that. And her stuff. father's yeah. family's kind of crazy, though. 
Yeah, mm. that's the thing. The family, the dad's side is is crazy. And I also wonder if there's an shoot a, them an, in the space. An <laughs> aspect on. of the the um, tabloids sort of anger is that the black side of the family is fine. Right. right. It's the white side that's completely <laughs> out right. of pocket. Right. Yeah. But they're all upset about what she does with her dad. Like her dad's crazy. He's right. crazy. She has every right not to have a relationship. But with yeah, him. maybe that's it. That they're like they're angry that the white side isn't getting any shine. Or just that it kind of looks bad on, you know. I don't the know. Black, what, what is the black side? The black side isn't supposed to be to look good better side. than the black yeah. Right. The they do. Uh, the the hmm. white side is just I mean, like, imagine come on, if, man. Imagine if her mom was like some, you know, crazy black lady. If she like, was like falling the dad. Out. Yeah, yeah, they would have a field day field with oh the my mother. God, yes. Uh, they would. <laughs> but that father's out of line I and his entire family. They're itself. a mess. Uh, They're embarrassing. Yeah. Embarrassing. I love them. I love the Rose. But okay, so let's switch gears for a second. And not that you know every British black person that's on the planet. <laughs> Can you get us about Idris Elba. Elba? We need to talk about Idris Elba. We're, we're in love with Idris Elba. We're just being honest. Can I just tell you my quick Idris so Elba story? To. Well, you're married to. I am. <laughs> it, well, and Jackie's damn near married. But the reality <laughs> is, like, okay, so he he hosted Saturday Night Live one time. And I will admit, this is I should not admit this on tape. <laughs> oh, did you still? About 10 of us from my show. Oh, she Barreled did. <laughs> our way up onto the floor where, I won't say what floor, because I want y'all trying to invade NBC. <laughs> Went up there to try to meet Idris Elba, and we camped out. We tried everything. I called every executive I know. I emailed my friend who's the head of non-scripted over in L.A. Happening. We tried to pull every trick in the book, and he just did not have time. He was trying to rehearse, and we were like, Idris! <laughs> we that she was so like Megan's white funny. side of the family. I was, I was like, Megan's exactly white side. I was like, Megan's daddy. But what, but what we want to know is because there's this history with the whole James Bond franchise, and mm. there have been these rumors for years about, you know, who the next Bond is going to be after Daniel mm. Craig moves on, if, if he moves on anytime soon, and that, that it, it, it could be Idris. Do you think that that could happen? I mean, I would love to see Idris play that role, and I think it'd be super. Uh, popular, but I think one of the right the guy who writes or something said at some point that Idris was too, you know, black urban. Yeah, he, he didn't, he didn't <laughs> say black, urban. but he did. He said something he's, like urban. He, like he said, he wasn't the right. I can't remember by what he the way, said, yeah. when people say that, I find it hilarious because James Bond isn't real. Right. Like it's like saying Santa Claus is white. <laughs> I mean, no, I'm saying character. Santa not real for the children watching this in the podcast, Santa real. But I'm just saying Santa can be magical. He can be any race. Yeah. Right. And that's the whole point of acting, isn't it? Correct. Really. But you know what? I reckon they might have a black James Bond, but they'll cast somebody else. That's, that would be really messed up because he was born to be James Bond. Well, I heard Diddy are... wants to do it. Oh, come oh on. My God. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is over. Y'all, thanks for listening. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. And Lori Harvey oh, no, can be the Bond Hell. girl. <laughs> no, no, no. I heard he was interested in And then instead of James Bond like actually pulling out the gadgets and everything, he'll just have somebody more talented pull out the gadgets for him. And he'll sit in his car and say, I like that. I like that. After he shoots him, he'll say, Somebody no, someone else shoots him and he says, I like that. Yeah, okay. That's gonna work out great. No offense, no shade. No shade. English businessman blow up. It would blow up. But James Bond, aren't you going to get out of the car? He would dance out of everything. He'd be dancing all the time. (laughs) I like that. that. Mace Mace could be the sidekick. Mace could be the sidekick. This is going to be great. And then he'll disappear. Who would be cute? Who would do all the gadgets and things like that? Yeah, it would have to be Nicki Minaj. It could be Lil' Kim. Lil' Kim. Kim. I guess it would be Lil' Kim. It would be Lil' Kim. 
This would be or an Cardi amazing, B could do it, make it really form. new model. Yeah. That'd be great. <laughs> that would be something. <laughs> I got some money. I need a. I, what is it? I got. I need. I got a baby. I need some money. <laughs> need nice. some gadgets. Party. So Lola, do you go home much? Um, I haven't been back since last summer. Okay. So it's been over a year. Um, but I was there for a while. That was enough for me, to be honest with you. Do you miss it? You don't miss it? No, I don't. Really? No. Why did you leave? Um, I wanted, you know, new things. And actually, talking about this whole class system and stuff like that, you know, I went to excellent private schools, some you of the did. best schools in the country. She's underselling it. Cambridge. Went to Cambridge. Yeah, yes, exactly. hello, hello. But, you know, when I was there, people always asking me, well, how did you get here? I'm like, what do you mean, how did I get here? I got grades. Like they just couldn't believe it. Right. You know, That's in the to US too, I hate to tell you. Yeah. yeah, it's the same. Some a scheme, right? Yeah. yeah. Which is fine. But basically the way that the class system works is that no matter what, no matter how you achieve, maybe it's the same here too. You'll always be black, right? Yeah. But I do feel that here not that you can overcome it, but it operates in a slightly different way. Yeah. In a way that I feel that I can deal with more than that. And also the UK pretends it doesn't have race issues and it yes. pretends oh. it doesn't have any issues. Very and true. I really can't deal with that. I'm just yeah. like, I'm looking at it in its face. Yeah. And the, this pretense and this arrogance as well. People are saying, oh, why are you in America? What about Trump? And I'm like, but what about you? But what about, <laughs> right. about Brexit? What about exactly. Boris? About like, Brexit. Come on, let's stop pretending. It's interesting because you say that because my mother lived in, in um, Britain for a long time, lived in London, and she would always say that. She said the difference between England and America is that in, a, in the US, you racism is in your face. Yep. In Britain, it's it's behind the door. Like, totally. it's there, but they say it isn't there. And it's they try polite. to make you They're think you're crazy. They're more polite about their racism. It's just they try yeah. to put it down to class. They say everything yeah. is class. And they say, oh, no, it's not race, it's class. Yeah. But it's still race. Yeah, it is, totally. And uh, I really, I just got bored of it, actually, after yeah. a while. And um, whenever I go back, I find it actually harder and harder each time. I think also here, because even though there's a big race issue, people do talk about it more. Right. And so every time I go back, I just find that, unwillingness to approach certain topics to be very infuriating. Like, yeah. did you ever imagine a black prime minister the way we had a black president in Britain? Um, Not for a while, no. Yeah. Wow. And also, you can't, you have to sort of go through the system. Right. You have to go through the channels. You can't just pop up and say, I'm going to be prime minister and get elected. Except so, Boris, who's actually insane. Yeah, Boris. I tried to watch his speech yesterday, and after five <laughs> minutes, I was just like, I just, I can't listen to this guy anymore. Doesn't he look like he combs his hair with a balloon? His Stop hair it. looks like it's made out of straw. <laughs> <laughs> like, is that a mat? Or is that hair? <laughs> but he's actually like a very high end, upper class, like very well educated, like guy. Listen. Like, he's right. He's not yeah, like he Trump. Is. Yeah, yeah. I probably shouldn't say this because the Oxford people are going to get upset with me, but. All the people I know who went Nobody to Oxford, they're a little bit weird. <laughs> Theresa May went to Oxford, too. Explains oh, a lot. She's strange. Yeah. So what do you make of this whole complaint that's been ongoing about British actors, British black actors oh, taking roles <laughs> that with from American. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think about what do you yeah. what do you think about that? I don't know if you've you written know, about it, but what's your what's your perspective? Have on you that? heard of this ADOS movement? This, oh God! This, no, I've been attacked oh. by it, so I know what it is. <laughs> what is okay, that? So, Ados is um, American descendants of slaves. Right, it's kind of like a break-off group of black people who are. They started on YouTube, but they're saying that 
they're different from you know other black people as in they're anti-immigrant black people basically. And, yeah what? immigrants yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and there I is there's this? actually some um claims that they sort of they're being funded by some more nefarious sources who well, want to they divide. have connection to be very brief you know what i, I don't Not want to give them too much pub but they're basically one of their co-founders is sits on the board of a group called fair which is an anti-immigrant white nationalist related what okay so the reason why i bring that up sorry is just because that um to me this conversation about black british actors getting roles that african-american actors should get feeds into that narrative Mm. yeah you know well there's different types of black people right and i just i just don't like the idea of that at all and i understand it okay people have fought and worked and stuff but ultimately you know, if someone's good for the role, they're good for the they're role. For the, right. And also, the, and it's, it's not it, as if black uh, British actors did not work to get to, get to the there. point. Exactly. And also, as if get black roles. history has just been American black people. You go right. to Marcus Garvey, who was Jamaican. Yeah. You exactly. can go through it. You know, there's been an, uh, the the African American experience has not always been African American. It's been multi. It's been you know Pan African forever. Exactly. It's always been Pan African. Yeah, yeah. totally. So. so I think it's a dangerous thing to start. Um, you know, picking like that. And yeah. also the other thing is, and this isn't, you know, black American people's fault, but America exports its culture so hard. Yeah. I mean, people always ask me, oh, how do you know that music? Like, all I grew up listening to was American music. That's right. I yeah. actually know more black American music than some black people do here, who were born here. Yeah. So if you go around exporting your culture and telling everyone to love it, don't be upset when people come and want to, uh, to have part a little of it. bit yeah. of it. Yeah. yeah. Like, a and lot to of enjoy people it. are surprised like when they listen, like when you get, do the interviews for The Walking Dead, which is one of our favorite shows, oh, yeah. Yeah. half those people are British. Like yeah. when you hear their real accents, it's like, so oh my true. God, they're British. The I white know. and the black people. But yeah, I think like when you see black people playing, you know, Dr. King and, and we just have Harriet Tubman um, is coming Cynthia up. Cynthia Revo. First of, all, first of all, can I just say Cynthia Revo is the God's honest truth as an actress and a singer. Oh, she can sing oh, for real. Yeah. My oh my goodness. God. Her in the color purple. <gasps> I have that soundtrack. Yeah. I, I cannot get over she her voice. She's a genius. Uh, did you ever see her on Broadway in the color I purple? Seen, no, I didn't see the color purple. Oh. Actually, my, my neighbor worked on it. It's amazing. Oh, I yeah. saw. I didn't see the color. I missed it because I could never oh, get there. But my God, I saw it three times. It. Amazing. I wish I had seen it. I did see her perform the key, you know, the big song, yeah, big yeah, showstopper yeah. at the Kennedy Center. Oh, and she brought the Kennedy Center to its feet and she to its sing. knees. She really can. Amazing. And she can act. And yes. also the opportunity, right? In terms of opportunities for black actors, and people come here because there are more opportunities. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are basically like no opportunities in the UK if you're black. In acting? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Very, very few. I mean, it's super white. You can play mm. like a criminal and then like another criminal. Yeah. And that's probably it. Yeah, there just isn't a lot of um, that. Yeah, because when I think about what I watch on BBC America, you know what I mean? The, it's just interest. Yeah, well, interest. Elba. Luther, that's Luther, it. Luther, that's, that's it. it. I mean, there are a couple of shows. There's Top Boy and a few others. And they, they try, but, you know, the UK is a small place. Yeah. yeah. It's just true. a small place. It's so true. And 69 million people. I know. Yeah, and here's 327. Correct. We're giant. There's so much more opportunity. And like you said, Hollywood is created. We This is Hollywood. It, it comes from here. So, of course, actors from all over the world are coming here yeah, and joining in. There was a lot of the same thing you had about Crazy Rich Asians, right? That the two stars of it, they uh, weren't yeah. Asian enough for some people. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. You know, because, because the, the one lead grew up in London. Yeah, and mm-hmm. one lead, he's um, half. The male, <laughs> yeah. He's mixed race. But he's also... For ridiculously fine. So of course he got the job. <laughs> Don't even get me Come started. Come on, he's don't so even get me gorgeous. Started. I can't. 
I love that movie so much. It. I was so excited about it because what it represented. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Being created by Asians and the, the cast being predominantly Asian. And then it was just a juggernaut in, in the well, industry. It? it did very, it's very so, well. And so now good. the second installment is coming and I cannot wait to see it. Yeah. I'm really excited. But I think for in general, I feel like the multicultural nature of entertainment is finally catching on in a good way, in a smart way. Yeah, definitely. For real. I think so. All right. Well, Lola, thank you so much thank for stopping you. by. For it was lovely to, to see you. We you can say we know somebody soon. who went to Cambridge. We feel so much smarter. You went to Harvard. It's not the same. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Doesn't have as much cachet. I love it. Thank you. <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you for being here. <laughs> so, everybody, thank you for listening to Read This, Read That. <laughs> A.K.A. Uh, Jackie Reed's gonna make you be a vegan or she gonna come to your house knock on vegan, your door and beat sexy, your ass vegan sexy cool.com it's not just food it's fashion it's beauty it's wellness it's vegan lifestyle and I love the little postcard here because it's basically saying Jackie Reed is cooler than you if you wanna be cute like this you better be a vegan or else Hello. it's very cute Pain it's a free. very nice Jackie's got one picture on here for those of you who can't see because we're not a video She's got herself with like her legs out and like a hat. She's trying to like make you sexy. All those pictures are on the website. Just go to the website. She's to make You'll you see sexy. them all. And she said basically, <laughs> if you're not vegan, you're not sexy. You just like beat <laughs> down. You're not cute. Be sexy. Be cool. Like Taraji P. Henson, who is a vegan. Whatever, girl. Okay, you can like catch Jermaine Dupree. You can Neo. catch Cousin Jackie besides being on VeganSexyCool.com and Maya. all the other, all her friends who are all hungry. Uh, you can catch her on the Tom Jordan Morning Show Tuesday through Fridays at 8.15 a.m. New York Live in the New York area Monday through Friday at 11.30 a.m. The Hub Today in Boston at 12.30 p.m. Also catch Jackie on the Serious Progress Network on Saturdays at 2. She's so hungry. That's, that's why she's skinny with her legs out because she ain't got no food. Skinny. Sundays at 9 a.m. Eastern also on VeganSexyCool.com. VeganSexyCool.com. Dot com. You have to say it slower. You don't want to rush it. Vegan so people can't catch sexy it. Cool. Dot com. Uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> and you can, of course, catch my wonderful cousin and her braids on AM Joy this weekend, Saturday and Sunday, 10 a.m. until noon Eastern Standard Time. And will she be back on Twitter? Will she return to Twitter? <laughs> when I will. That's mm, a whole uh, conversation mm, with more alcohol uh, that we mm, got time to uh, add now. Mm, we just gonna leave it at that. I yes, gotta get my makeup done. Go. Bye. And your hair. Bye. Love y'all.